Welcome to another episode of the Minorities Report Podcast. I'm Antonio Alcazar, and I'm here with... Jason, a.k.a. Tagnar. Uh, we got another John Hughes movie for you guys tonight. 16 Candles, 1984. Uh, so, yeah, John Hughes again. Uh, hope you guys are ready for another John Hughes movie. I really liked the first one, so uh, I'm really probably going to like this one, I think. I think you're going to love this one. Yeah, yeah, probably more than the other one. This one was a hit, man. It uh, it made like four times what it put in. So oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Was this another million-dollar movie? It was a little bit less. Or no, a little bit more. It was like... Um, well, this one at least had sets. You know? Yeah, like, absolutely right. It wasn't just on a fucking on a school or whatnot. Yeah, so. Yeah. It, Actually, this one had a ton of sets. Yep, yeah. absolutely. It had a lot of them. You're absolutely right. And um, John Hughes doing his thing once again. He is a brilliant man when it comes to making uh, films. He, right, right, right. He's brilliant. Hey, can he, I ask you a question? Yeah. Who the fuck is John Hughes? So, let's talk about John Hughes. He This is his first movie that he directed. However, he's written and directed... Or just written a ton of movies. You ever hear of the National Lampoon series? Yeah. He wrote those? He wrote those. He wrote those. Those the, those original screenplays were by him. Those were by him. Wow, Jesus. He also did 16 Candles, obviously. Weird Science. Okay, that's the movie about the two kids that make that fake lady. Sex and then, robot, and then, yep. And then they fuck her. Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, you know what? That tracks. Yep. Breakfast Club. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Pretty in Pink. Some Kind of Wonderful. Planes, trains, and automobiles? Never seen that one. Oh, I don't that, know what that is. Okay. It will be on the list next year. Really? Is it good? It's fucking hilarious, bro. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. Right, we'll Uncle Buck? I don't know what that is. Dutch? I don't know what that is. Fucking great. Uh, uh, when were you born? 88. Okay. You were only three when it came out. <laughs> okay. Dennis the Menace? Okay. Baby's Day Out? Oh, God. The Beethoven's franchise? Jesus, he's got some shit under his belt. And here comes the fucking hit... Home Alone. Really? Yep. One and two? One, two, and three. He he wrote those movies or, or directed those he movies? He wrote those movies. Oh, okay, he didn't direct them? Yeah. yeah. He's, he's definitely a character that did a lot. I think he's, a, he's affected film quite a bit, especially yeah, through the clearly. 80s. Yeah, clearly. Holy shit. I feel like he wrote families and things like that quite well. To oh, be yeah? Yeah. Um, I look at those movies and Maybe, I Maybe, but like for what family type? Um, you know, like that's not my suburban, family, dude. Um, suburban sub- white upper class like, 80s. I'd say upper middle, upper, upper middle to upper. Yeah, because even like in Home Alone, and they all take place around Chicago and stuff like that yeah. for the most part. Home Alone, I don't know what that dad was doing, but he must have been a senator or some shit, dude. That guy was fucking loaded. He was fucking super rich, bro. Yeah, dude, that guy was fucking loaded. He flew everybody to fucking, what, France or whatever yeah. and shit like that for Christmas. Like, <laughs> yeah, get fucked, real, asshole. Dude, yeah. You know what? You're the motherfucker that liberals want to tax a little bit more, and <laughs> yeah. you should be. You just flew your fucking family to France for a fucking Christmas party. Yeah. That's yeah. You that, have that too much money. Oh, I mean, dude, try to picture the house, the the Arnold house in your. Oh, I can picture. <laughs> I picture the front of it alone. Yeah, yeah. that guy was loaded. The, he had the 1990 version of a Trump sign in his fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Sixteen candles. Yeah, let's kick it off, brah. All right, 
1984 goes right into 1984 style film. Opens yeah, up, yeah. very stereotypical family in yes. the 80s. Yeah, uh, I think they had three girls, one boy. That's a little bit more than usual because three. usually, oh yeah, dude, I forgot about the little girl. Yeah, she's only in that opening scene. Yeah, I never see her again. The entire right. rest of the movie. So, uh, she's there. That they cast that actress yeah. for literally ten seconds of film, and then yeah. she was gone. That annoying you know, fucking dipshit little boys in it for the rest of the movie, but <laughs> but that little girl is only there Jesus for a second. Christ, you are brutal on this kid. <laughs> so he, um, we get into the film. Film starts off. Um, everybody's kind of running around hectic, doing their thing. They're getting ready for a wedding for our main character's sister's wedding. But everybody's going to school still because this is. Uh, I'm going to the wedding. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I would think. They don't say it, but I'm guessing it's Friday because there's later a dance. Yeah. That usually happen on At Friday the night. week, yeah, for sure. Yep, Saturday um, wedding, probably. Everybody's talking to everybody, doing their thing, and then we quickly realize, of course, it's her birthday. Molly Ringwald is back with us again. Second film with her as the, one of the main characters. And, uh, and and she did a lot of John Hughes movies? Or just uh, no, I mean, like the Brat Pack. So we didn't really talk about that, but... The other movie we did, uh, Breakfast Club, that was the start of the Brat Pack, what was called the Brat Pack. So you're very familiar with the Rat Pack, of course, right? Yes. Uh, uh, we were just we talked about yeah, him Sinatra, of, Sinatra, um, uh, Sammy Davis Jr., um, and the other guys. Yeah, there were. Uh, I'm aware of them, Dean, though. whatever. Dean uh, Martin. Yeah, Dean Martin. Yeah, yeah. There were five altogether, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's a similar thing here. But they were the Brat Pack because they were young kids and they did a bunch of movies together. Which ones? Afterwards, um, Molly Ringwald, Emilio, uh, Emilio Ron, yeah, um, uh, Anthony, whatever the fuck his name is, and uh, Who's Anthony, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, the guy who played Brian. Oh, okay, okay, he was yeah, also yeah. in this. Movie. He was in this one too. Yeah, yeah for sure. and Judd Nelson. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. That yeah. was the Brad Pack. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So they did some movies, eighties, a uh, little bit before my time. So I'm not as you know into it as sure, uh, I'm sure course. other people are. Yeah. All right. So we kick into it. Um, everything is okay. So uh, she's talking to her friend uh, over the phone. Yep. She's just like, oh, it's my fucking birthday, blah, blah, blah. I don't look any different anyway. I'm going to go downstairs because everyone's probably going to want to wish me a happy birthday. Yeah. And then she goes down there and nobody gives nobody a wishes, fuck. Nobody gives dude. a fuck about her birthday. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. And it's very – so when I watched this movie, thinking about this movie, I was like, this is clearly where he got the idea for Home Alone for, right? What? Why? Like, because it's this family got something more busy on their mind. They're all, like, running around like crazy, doing their things and stuff like sure, that. yeah. This person is like – you know, forgotten about, yeah, yeah. and then you know. Okay, I, I got it. Just yeah, it's got some premise, Home Alone vibes that, for that, sure. That part yeah. of the premise of this, like, because the extended family all comes into it as well, sure, right? Yeah. And that's just like Home Grandma Alone. Grandma and Grandpa's there, yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Look what you did, you little jerk. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Wait, that didn't happen in this movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. So yeah, all right. So then they get ready. They go to school. Ride the bus to school. Um, everything's going in there. She gets past a note from her friend. About hooking up, stuff like that. Hold on. Before we get to that, we get my first moment where I'm just like, I'm in for a wild fucking ride. You know which one I'm talking about? Oh, boy. Hit it. Uh, Where she's talking about how um, in her dreams she would have woken up to a a Trans Am and a hot boy. (laughs) And she's just like, oh, the pink Trans Am? And she goes, no, a black one. And then... (laughs) And then the friend's like, a black guy? <laughs> and she looks appalled. Yeah. 
Uh, I almost fell out of my chair. <laughs> I was like, okay, here we go. This one's going to be real ladies. It's funny because I didn't even like bat an eye at it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, of course the suburban white girl is going to be afraid of a black guy. <laughs> yeah, okay. This was like a major Hollywood picture. This is like a cornerstone of cinema. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is just John Hughes' first director film. That's why we did this one instead of like Weird Science. Okay. Like we would have probably did Weird Science, but I felt like let's hit it with the with the. Even my old lady was like, "What movies are you doing?" And I, I was like, "Oh, Breakfast Club." She's like, "Oh, that's why you were watching that." And what is the other one you guys are doing? I was like, Sixteen Candles." She was like, "Why are you doing that one?" I was yeah. like. I figured we'd go with that one because it was his first. And he's, she's like, yeah, isn't that a girly movie, though? And I'm like, kind of, but, like, whatever. Like, we're going to do it because... I always had heard of 16 Candles. Car- of course. I knew that it was a movie it's that a was... It's a song before, you know, the movie. But it's like a movie. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. like, in one of those movies that people 80s, watch, for they sure. like, yep, for absolutely, sure. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It's one of, one of the, you know, four or so that are really popular sure. by John Hughes. Yeah, you know? okay. Um, because you don't really think of Home Alone is a John Hughes movie. I didn't, right? like, no, I didn't. Right, exactly. Movie. The movies that are his are really, like... This, the other one that we, we did uh, two weeks ago, and then we did uh, Weird, Science Weird Science and uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, of course. Sure, those, of course. Those yeah. are like the four that are really like... Um, Big ones. Yeah, exactly. So, um, everything's very 80s here. Um, the high school is very 80s to me. Like, some of this dripped over into the 90s. That's how I've even seen it. But, like, the writing on the Trapper Keepers, the writing all over the fucking lockers and stuff like that. We yeah, did shit yeah. like that, for sure. And... It uh, gets to a scene of uh, showers. Oh, yeah. Did you so, do? So, oh, did we have showers? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't shower in the school. No, there, there were showers in my school because sure. my school was an older school, but yeah. it, there, no, nobody was showering. Gotcha. There wasn't, like, naked people in my school. Um, there was definitely in our school when we, when we did swim class and yeah. shit like that. You'd because show. this one right away, like there's the scene where it, with the note where she's just like, I want to fuck Jake Ryan. Yep. And then Jake Ryan picks up the fucking note cause yep. her friend's asleep. Yep. And then the next scene is just a naked high schooler. Yeah. And them like staring at her body. Right. Yep. And this it's is not like, it's not like, um, I'm not a, there's so, a person over there showering. It's just boobs. Yes. Like 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 close up to boobs. 80s. And then out, but still, hey, look at this naked underage person. Yes. No, yeah. she's definitely not underage. She's a senior. Right. Yeah, so yeah. Maybe I'm an 18-year-old. In real life, she's well, like 20. Obviously, 20, the actress is not. Right, she's but, quite but what old. I'm saying is just like, yeah. what the fuck, man? Yeah, Again, she looks with this rid- 80s shit. She looks ridiculously old, especially compared to Molly Ringwald, who was like yeah. 16 at this time. Who was like 15 at the time. Uh, she was 16 during uh, the filming of Breakfast Club. She is was, that so? She was 15. Okay, yeah, yeah, so she's 15 here. She's a sophomore here. Yeah. And the 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 other girl who is supposed to be two-ish years older than her, the senior, yeah. looks like mid-20s yeah, like for, sure. for sure. Easily, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at and least. So like, yeah. And I'm sure that's why she was okay getting naked, right? Sure, you know, yeah, but like. Course. You yeah, that was just like. But this one gave me again uh, nightmare on Elm Street vibes, where I'm just like, okay, we're doing this again. All yeah, right, here we we're go. doing this again, bro. So um, after that, uh, they talk about like her for the. I'm the problem is neither one of us are women, so neither one of us can like say sure, this type of shit really like, happened. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like yeah, just like kind of like looking at her body. How but I much guess they like, like her she body. was just saying, she was just saying that's that's like an adult woman's body, and it probably was. Yeah. But she was just like that's like a formed body. Yeah. And I'm like a little girl, and yeah. I want this guy that's so much older than me. Why would he ever yeah. pay attention to me when right. he's got like when that's his an girlfriend. actual fucking yeah. woman there? You right. Know? Right. Exactly. So, um, which by the way, I don't know. Did this? So like, I had um, 
I'll, I'll bring it up later. Let's okay. keep going. So, we should get back to the house. Grandparents are at the house. And their grandparents are inappropriate as fuck. Yes. Dude, at first I was, like, feeling bad for the grandparents because they were super excited to see her. And she was just like, oh, my grandparents. And I was just like, dude, be more appreciative, dude. That's your fucking family. Yep. But then the one grandma's just like, your boobs are so perky. Let me touch them. And I'm like, what in the fuck is this family, dude? So that's why when you say... John Hughes does families really well. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck families, dude? My family's not like this. Because it's this... So, he does comedy versions of family, right? So, like, this isn't, like... <laughs> this is... Like, we talked about when we did sure. the Breakfast This is Club much more American Pie. It's tuned up a little bit. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's... Your family would be a seven on this. This is an 11, sure, right? Okay. Like, tuned up to the... No grandparents would literally do some shit like this. Let right? me go get my microscope. Right. Dude, are you fucking kidding me, dude? That's like, a fucking human being. Stop that. <laughs> in the 80s, there were no human beings. Yeah, clearly. And so, this movie is the prime example. Woof, we'll get to it. So, um... The grandparents, of course, forget about her birthday as well. Sure, yeah. So she's just depressed, goes to the room, because she doesn't have her room anymore. Oh, boy. Oh, and boy. up pops Long Duck Dong. Dude, the gong. Bum. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, dude. I My note, it. this shit wouldn't fly yesterday. Yeah. Not today. Yesterday, this shit would not fly. This shit, okay, so... <laughs> yeah, this shit wouldn't fly in Trump's America. Here's funny, the funny shit, this didn't fly then either. So oh, behind really? the scenes. Interesting. People were pissed about this fucking character. Really? Yes, they were very offended. You know, I immediately looked him up uh, yeah. and saw an interview with him just yeah. to see how he actually spoke. Sure. And I was just like, oh, so John Hughes was just like, hey, can you play a racist caricature for me, please? No, 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 more racist than right. that. And Again. then he was like, how about this? And he was like, no, 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 no. Seven? No, keep keep going. I really wanted to be a comically racist right. stereotype. And this is a problematic. And this is how this is how uh, broken I want your accent. Um, I'm gonna play a gong every time you're on screen. That's how <laughs> that's how racist I want your. Accent. I think isn't this kid? I can't remember. Isn't this kid also in Revenge of the Nerds? I have no idea. I think he. Plays... I've never seen Revenge of the Nerds. I hear that one's real problematic too, though. Yes. <laughs> I might leave that pregnant pause in there. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i trying to think of, like, all the problematic parts, like <laughs> the racism, the sexism, the... Homophobia, probably. <laughs> absolute homophobia. Literal rape. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, Fuck. Yeah. Let's not watch that one, man. Don't we'll, make me watch that we'll one. probably skip that one. <laughs> we got uh, plenty of other shit to do. Sure. So, yeah, Long Duck Dong. Yeah, I put, I put uh, after Long Duck Dong, I put every character so far is a pile of shit. Who am I supposed to be caring about? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure, for sure, my man. And so then uh, she's going to go to her school dance. And she has to take Long Dong with her. Yeah, they have dinner. A really racist dinner. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh she's just like, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna go to like, a dance. Why are they they're like all staring at him? Yeah. They eat, like, He's at the head of the table. Yeah. And we should point out that okay, so here's the thing with Long Duck Dong. I wanna like say yeah. like cause I don't know if this happened by your time and age. Okay. But this was definitely a thing of the eighties and nineties. Uh foreign exchange students. Uh yeah, yeah. That's I mean I think that still goes on now. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. so he was a foreign exchange student and he's such a character of a foreign exchange student. I mean yeah. that's the whole point. 
like it's Boy. tuned up to 11 again. So like we definitely This have... one was just like, hey, hey, I mean, they refer to him as a Chinaman. Yeah. You know, a lot of times like, like, <laughs> there was a lot of moments in this in, with every other China stuff where I was just like, this is this is not bum. Yeah, I'm not OK with it. Yeah. It, it, it was it was an uncomfortable watch. Yeah. Jason. <laughs> again. This was this was hated back then. Even. Yeah, this was, so well, that's important. good too. I'm I'm actually happy to know yeah. that it was very much people had a problem with this, and I don't think they have ever another character that reaches this level of racism sure. in a John Hughes movie again. Yeah. Um, sure. There's 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 definitely problematic scenes in every one of his movies yeah, yeah. up until the 90s. I'm sure because um, Ferris has them. Weird Science is only problematic like yeah. the whole point of weird science is problematic yeah, yeah. but um home alone didn't have any problem i don't think so because yeah. it's more kid focused sure. so it's yeah. it's a kid's movie you know uh, i mean it's you know anti-criminal obviously so i mean that's a little uh yeah i guess that's a little problematic probably pro cop yeah because he doesn't even he plays a fake cop for a while joe pesci does yeah he does that's right oh and um marv pinches that girl's butt in in uh, Home Alone Two, okay, so we're really street. stretching. All right, so <laughs> let's let's keep with this problematic movie. Sure. So, all right, so you get to the school dance, and did you guys have school dances? Oh, of course, yeah. Okay, sure. I didn't know like how things worked. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. We but this is very dance. much like a thing. Yeah, we had a bunch of them too. We had yeah. all of the regular ones: homecoming sure. dance, Sadie's, yeah, prom, all of it for yeah. sure. Yeah, we definitely would have like about six a year or so, something like that. Yeah, I think so we, we had the, like three major ones. A year. Yeah, we had the homecoming. Um, prom, snowball were the our snowball, three major yeah. ones. A snowball is oftentimes called uh, Sadie Hawkins, where yeah. the girl yep. asked the girls asked the guy. Yeah, yep, yeah. exactly. So, and then we would have other littler ones throughout and whatnot. So they were cool. Whatever. This is very much a school dance of the eighties. So, so the kids uh, that were the nerd kids that were up against the wall, the one with like the Cyclops visor and shit. Yeah. that was me. Yeah, <laughs> totally, yeah. totally. The Cyclops visor. Yeah. I was just like. <laughs> that is some eighties phenomenal yeah. shit right there, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, dude. I tried to be way too cool when I was in fucking school. Sure, man. yeah. You know. So here's the thing about when I went to school. If you okay. could go back and wear a fucking uh, cyclops, cyclops visor, visor <laughs> I probably yeah. would, bro. Like, dude, I you probably should start would. wearing a cyclops visor these days. Dude. But you wouldn't, pull it off. wait a second. If I wore a cyclops visor, wouldn't it be a Jordy LaForge visor? Uh, I'm yeah. black. Oh shit! Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'd be more like they'd be like, "Oh, that guy's like Jordy LaForge." They wouldn't say, think Cyclops. <laughs> yeah, cause I'm black. Like, hey, reading Rainbow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? That's all kind. We're all kind of twisting them up now. Sure, yeah. So, like, okay. Um, the school dance. Okay. She, she, so she in like, my school, yeah. um, we had like nerds. We had like jocks. We had like this and that, and then we had black kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. I never had black kids. So we hung there, out. We, there was together. only one or two black kids in any school that I went to, yeah. and they were always just hanging out with the nerds or the jocks. We had probably like twenty-five to thirty black kids in my school. Okay, yeah. Sure. And we all hung out together. Sure. Okay. We um, basically in between classes, like way back in the day. Uh, I don't know how high school works now, obviously, because I've been out of high school for twenty-two years. Yeah. Our school was shaped like an H with an also this. Um, it was like. It, it was like a square, like this. It had like a center, classes all around, hallway this way, hallway that way. Sure, yeah. At one of these corners, all the black dudes, all of us black people hung out on this corner right yeah, here yeah, and yeah. shit like that. We'd be rapping all the we Very stereotypical black no, shit. No, you didn't. Very stereotypical. We, we would literally rap battle on this fucking corner. I don't believe like you. 
That's cool. It was the, it was the <laughs> 90s. It was different. I think that that's a story you made up. <laughs> it was like, so when I was a freshman. Did you have any white kids rapping with you? Uh, there were a couple white dudes who were, yeah, would hung out with it. Because one white dude actually was from Milwaukee, and he was a 220 student as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. And he eventually moved to Greendale, and then he started going to Greendale from there. But he was fucking straight hood white yeah. dude, okay? Yeah, yeah. So he would hang out with all the black people, too. And, like, you could absolutely hang out with the black. It wasn't like we were racist or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Where you could, de- But it was definitely like. It's a lot of time. I mean, all the goth kids hung out with each other. I'm sure. Make them racist. It, the art kids. Yeah. That was another group we had. Sure. Like, all the people who were really into art. And they would fucking weed heads like a motherfucker sure. and shit. Yeah. And they would be all in art all the time. Yeah. And they were cool, too. And I used to be friends with them, too, a little bit. Because I used to do a lot of art classes and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, painting now sure. and shit yeah. like that all the time. And so. When I was a freshman, I first started going to school there. Uh, I didn't know who to hang out with or anything like that. And I remember being in the uh, cafeteria. We had like two different lunch periods and shit like that. And I I sat there and I sat down my first couple days. And it was just like with this Asian kid I kind of knew and like a couple like dudes that played football. No one like I really like no one really that big of a deal or whatever. And this black dude, this senior there named Lance comes up to me one day and he was like, hey, bro, come over here. And I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, come over. Here. You sit over here from now on. What? And I went over there. And I sat down with him. Yeah. And it was a table. We had a whole table. It was all the black kids. Yeah. And then I sat with the black people for the rest of the time I went to high school. Why? That's how we did it in Greendale. It was just like we segregated ourselves from the other people. Like, again, we didn't like not like the white people or we didn't like, you know, but we absolutely it was absolutely all the black kids that like kind of hung out together. And it was it was one of those things. I think, you know, what it was almost like. And and I don't want to like say this is the same as this, but it's almost high school, almost like a prison, man. Sure. Like the people that are similar. My high school was literally designed and built to be a prison and then the contract changed <laughs> yeah. and they were just like well let's just make it the new high school oh well there you go so man. i was literally what school did you go to watertown high school okay yeah in, yeah out in, there yeah, all right watertown, so you were out in the, yeah so you were out in the boonies yeah that's that's definitely it was definitely one of those things i think you know what it was it was one of those things where like somebody probably did it in the 80s sure and then we just kept on doing it because like a senior brought me into it. Right. And oh, then yeah. by the time I was a senior, I was telling other black, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is where we sit, you yeah, know, and yeah. you would just sit, you know, there and like it stopped just I'm sure just like, you know, and I'm not saying motherfuckers are getting shanked or anything like that at high school, but like you didn't have to worry about getting picked on or getting in sure. fights and stuff like that because yeah. no one's going to like you better come bring. 10 white dudes that has a problem with black dudes if you're going to come over here and fight because yes. otherwise you're going to fight against this entire corner sure, of people and shit yes. like that. And I'm sure it's pro- it's very different now. I, I Like even when I go to like when when before my son graduated, I'd go to the, the Greendale stuff and there were like tons of like non-white people there. There were like tons of Indian kids and tons of like Hispanic kids and all this other stuff. So I'm sure it's very different than it was sure. then. But like... Dude, like when I went to school, there was probably like a couple, couple Mexican dudes. Yeah, the Asian kid, the Asian kids hung out together too. Like the Asian kids hung out together. It was very weirdly race segregated, yeah, yeah. Gr- which makes sense because it was Wisconsin, and Wisconsin sure. is segregated as a motherfucker. Milwaukee yeah. is one of the most segregated fucking cities in the entire United States. So probably just rubbed up. I I don't know. I can't explain it, but that was definitely my high school. So that was fucking long. You can edit out as much as you want out of that shit. <laughs> sure. So. Uh, school dance. She takes long duck dong. Uh, 
the Cyclops dude, they are fucking creepy as shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Cusack, you know yeah, what I'm saying? I'm a sure, young right? John Cusack. Yeah. I actually noticed, uh, because we forgot the uh, bus ride home, mm-hmm. where that Brian kid is back again. Uh, Joan Cusack is in that scene. Yep. Yeah, and uh, I was uh, surprised to see her, and then I saw John Cusack. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Young, young, you know. Uh, young Joan it. Cusack, poor Joan Cusack in this movie just gets shits on, shit on the whole time. Like, the joke is... She's wearing a neck brace. Isn't that funny, guys? Yeah. And then, like, she's trying to drink out of a bubbler. Just like, there's that neck brace again. And then later in the... In the that is some 80s shit dude, right there, And then there, later bro. in the movie, she's trying to drink out of a can, and she yeah. can. She's just like, oh, I bet she wish she didn't have that neck brace. I was <laughs> like, dude, this poor fucking woman, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so then we get into a very 80s scene. And they had this in the 90s, too. Where Brian... Is that his name in this, too? No, no, no. In this name, in his name is Ted... Okay. Ted, yeah. Sure. Ted. Because she calls him Farmer or farmer Fred later, yeah. and then he goes, my name's Ted, and yeah. she goes, uh, yeah. Farmer Ted. Yeah, very, very uh, Can't Buy Me Love sort of thing. So my name know. is Ronald. I don't know what that is. Can't Buy Me Love? What's that? What? What is that? I don't You've never seen Can't Buy Me Love? No, I don't know what that is. Put it on the rack. Great comedy from the 1990s. I don't believe that that exists anymore. Do you know who, uh, did you ever watch that fucking uh, uh, hospital show with, uh, fuck, McDreamy or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, I think you're thinking of... Um, you know who I'm talking about, right? McDreamy, they called him that. And he uh, was in the, the Transformers movie, too. Um, no. You didn't watch Transformers? I know... Dark uh, of the, the Moon. Uh, no, I didn't watch Pe- it. Uh, Patrick Duffy? Is that his name? Patrick Duffy. What Patrick is Duffy is the guy from, like, um, that show in the 70s with the family. <laughs> definitely not... Patrick I'm... Duffy is, like, an old, like... Like seven. Grey's Anatomy is the show we're. Grey's Anatomy is what we're talking about, but Patrick um, can't be who we're t- who you're talking. Derek about. Shepherd. Where the fuck? Is he? <laughs> Derek Shepherd. Okay, I, I recognize that guy. Yeah, he, look, uh, look up Patrick Duffy though. <laughs> how old is this dude? Um, hold on one second. Okay. Um, wait, was Eric Shepherd in this movie? No, I'm fucking. We're in, talking about. Dude. We're talking. We're talking about Can't Buy Me Love. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Patrick Duffy. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Duffy. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know how the fuck. Yeah, what wasn't he like a seventies yeah. dude? <laughs> holy shit! I re- totally remember this guy, but like, holy fuck! <laughs> what was some of the shows he starred on? Jesus fucking Christ! J.R. Ewing from fucking uh, yeah, from Dallas. J.R. Ewing. Yeah, where he played Bobby Ewing. I'm sorry, he was a. Uh, um, he was on Dallas. Yeah, he was on Dallas. Uh, let me see film. I've on. never seen Dallas for everybody out there. I saw Dallas because my mom used to love Dallas. Oh, so okay. Okay. step by step, step by step is what that I was, was of course. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the one that he, we all know him for and shit like that. Yeah. All right. So now that we're past Patrick, Patrick fucking Duffy, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, um, we uh, uh, of course we get the fucking. We're gonna bet, and I'm gonna go sleep with that girl, or yeah, whatever. You know, of course, like. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's some classic. Even up to up until the 2000s, that shit was going on. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, super bad. Look at super bad. Was did, did they? So, the whole point of super bad was that getting late before they. Yeah, yeah. Jonah Hill's character wanted to sleep with Emma Stone's character. He wanted yeah. to get her as drunk as possible yeah. so that he could sleep with her and be like the mistake. You know, <sighs> that was literally that. So I mean, even up until the 2000s, that shit was okay. going on. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And then we all just stopped doing that. Right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It doesn't happen anymore. No, I don't think kids do that anymore. Well, I don't think it happens in movies anymore. Again, Brock Turner did this shit recently. Yeah. 
We're not going to do another podcast talking about Brock Turner. <laughs> I'm going to make it a point to bring him up in every fucking podcast. Fuck, man, we're going to lose listeners like a motherfucker. <laughs> Nerd keeps just keeps getting at it. He starts to go after um, Molly Ringwald. Uh, tries to get up with her. Tries to dance with her. This and that. You know, and then he just won't leave her alone. Keeps getting at her. Molly Ringwald is trying to get noticed by um, John. Right? That's his name in the movie. Uh, no, no, no. It's uh, Brett Kavanaugh. I mean, uh, Jake Ryan. Oh, we'll get to that later. Brett Kavanaugh! That fucking piece of shit. I like beer! <laughs> I still like beer! <laughs> How the fuck is that guy a Supreme Court justice in the fucking country? I, mean, I like beer! <laughs> I still like beer. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Holy shit, this is going to be a great one to edit, bro. <laughs> I like Bear. Fucking Kamala Harris made him cry. Fuck me, dude. The, I forgot to show you the fucking picture I saw the other day. It was, it was a yard sign that said Joe and the and the woman who made Brett cry. <laughs> <laughs> it was in fucking New Berlin over here. I was fucking, I, I had to drop back and take a picture of it. It made me laugh so hard, dude. I was like, holy shit, that is fucking great. Yeah. All right. Yeah, his name was Jake Ryan. Jake Ryan, sorry. She's trying to get uh, noticed by Jake Ryan. Jake Ryan is kind of trying to notice her, but then kind of not. It's so fucking weird because these two people clearly are, like, all about each other, but, like, not connecting correctly. So, instead, Ted keeps on getting in her face, uh, trying to hook up with her. Um, really annoyingly, at one point she leaves. She goes to, like, the fucking auto shop. Yeah, she just goes to chill by herself. Yeah, and then he follows her. Yeah, have you? Did you guys have an auto shop at your school? I don't think. Yeah, no, actually, I don't think we had an auto shop. We yeah, had, we like, did. We had a big like shop area, but I don't think they they worked on cars. cars yeah, anything. we used to work on car. I used to take auto automotive repair classes when I was in high school, and like we would, it was early in the morning, we would work on cars and shit like that, sure. and small engines and stuff like that. Uh, it was pretty cool, actually. It was definitely a, you know a very shop thing back in the day. So. I don't even know if they do shit like that anymore, but this was definitely something that happened in the 80s. And she's chilling, and then he, you know, he, you know what I was thinking about this dude right at this scene? Um, this is that typical dude now who's like, I'm a nice guy. Yeah, I'm a nice, a nice guy. guy sure. right. yeah, I'm a nice guy. Yeah. She should sleep with me, you know, yeah. like, I, I fucking deserve to be sure for yeah. she owes me, you yeah. know, like, that's what I was thinking as I was watching this scene. I think that scenes. that's John Hughes. John Hughes is the nice guy. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. And I'm going to bring up some stuff later on that happens in this movie that makes me think that, that John that John Hughes is the nice guy. You're but probably right. Let's go on. So then eventually he like, they kind of befriend each other. And then he's like, kind of talks to her about uh, Jack Ryan, Jake, Jake Ryan. Um, and she agrees to give him her panties because this is how he's going to claim he had sex with her. Yeah, they kind of have like a character moment. Yeah, definitely. Where uh, like he kind of opens up to her a little bit, um, and he's just like, you know, like I, I gotta come off as like this player character, but like you know, that's yeah, just, that's just some shit that I do. I'm gonna and, do and this, really and right, I don't, of course, don't have to sleep with you or anything like that. Uh, and so like, and then, still these character moments. Who gives a fuck about both these characters? I hate them both, but uh, that's why she's okay with giving him the panties. Right. Cause he's just like, yeah, okay, you know what? You know, like I'll do you a solid or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like, but then it's the panties in the bathroom scene. And that is the most pathetic scene I think I've ever seen that's, in, in, in any movie I've ever watched. I wrote down. So I got to put out this out. Okay. I've never seen this movie before. What? I've never seen this movie before. Jason. 
You saw this movie before I did. This isn't how this is supposed to go, my guy. You saw this movie like a, a couple of hours before I did. And I originally uh, picked A Weird Science because I thought that would be, you know, that's a movie I have seen. And I've seen Ferris and stuff like that. Okay. And so I picked those ones. But then I was like, oh, shit, we got to go with 16 because it's the first one or whatever, right? Then I texted you and I was like, have you watched 16? Because if you were like, no, I haven't watched it yet, I was going to be like, good, good. Uh, let's watch uh, one of these other ones. Okay. Because I thought, oh, shit, I haven't seen this. And Sarah was like, you're going to watch that girly movie? And then I was yeah. like, oh, what is this movie about? Yeah. I, don't know. I did write down... Um, this movie was literally made exclusively for 16-year-olds, exclusively for girls, and exclusively in the 80s. All true. So this kid comes up to a door, and he's like, what are you? And he's like, I'm a freshman. And he's like, gives him money, you know, to come in. And I'm like, wait, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I haven't seen this movie. And then they all go to the stall, and I'm like, okay, what the – are they going to, like, shit bomb somebody I here? I thought they were going to take turns jerking off to it. That's what they were paying for. That's why, That's how depraved I thought this was going to be. I thought they were about to fucking, like, do something terrible to, like, a kid that was in a stall or something okay. like that. Yeah, like, yeah. they were going to dump water on him or some shit. Yeah. Or, like, and yeah. then he comes out and he, like, shows off the paint. And, yeah. I, and I wrote Holds down at up. this point, yeah. this movie is getting cringier by the second. Yeah, though. yeah. Like, <laughs> this is yeah. fucking... Yeah. What the fuck is going on in this? All right, whatever. I'm really so, glad. I, I'm really glad that you watched this with uh, 2020 eyes, right? Yeah. Because a lot of these movies you've watched with like 1980s eyes, and, saw then, them in the 80s. and then you watch them again, and yeah. there's still you, the you nostalgia still, brings you still has see the eyes. Yeah. But this one you watch just with 2000. This is you're watching this like I watch these movies, yeah. and now you're getting the full force of what this is like for me, man. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time I've gotten your experience, so. We jump from this scene and it jumps to the family at dinner with like a mafia like what like like not mafia clearly the literal Godfather music is playing in the background. Yes, the, like the actual music from the Godfather yeah, that, is playing that, like, in the that, background. Like, yeah, yeah, and, and like it, but it's the actual song from yeah. the Godfather, and the guy is clearly a mobster. But the dad is not really a mobster, just like a sleazy mobster type. Yes, yeah. like. That fucking, I used to, I don't know if you ever watched her. I used to listen to Lisa Lampanelli all the time. Sure, okay. Love Lisa Lampanelli. She was so fucking funny. Very Andrew Dice Clay as a yes. woman. Though, yeah, sort yeah, of, yeah, yeah, Sort of. That was her shit. Yeah. That was her shit. Exactly. Like, she liked to take dick yeah. and, like, yeah. drink Coke. Like, that was, like, her, like, her thing. And she would make jokes about how, like... The Sopranos came out, and every Italian fucking asshole thought he was a mobster after The Sopranos sure. came yeah. out. He's like, you fucking, you know, run a, a, a pasta shop. Get fucked. And that was kind of what this guy reminded me of, like the joke that and she And the husband used to do. was the janitor. Really? Yeah, the, the girl's husband. Yeah. Like the, oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, he was the janitor. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. that's a cool little connection. Yeah, so, and I've seen the dad in a bunch of things, of course. He's been in a bunch of stuff. But then, like... They kind of do these, like, this just, this whole fucking scene is so pointless to me. Like, you're introduced to the fucking bride's husband's family. And yeah. So they knew it and, and, like, that's what I'm saying. The bride's husband was the janitor from the mm-hmm. other movie. From mm-hmm. I got you. He's got the long hair. That's yes. why I didn't notice yeah, him. Yeah, yep. the so the family's very weird, of course, very New York sort of thing. And, like, this takes place in Chicago, of course, because all John Hughes movies take place in Chicago. So are these, like, mobsters from Chicago? Yeah, is man. that. Uh, Whatever. They're they're the old um what are those called uh boot 
uh, barrel fucking people. Oh yeah, 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 the barrel guys. What, what, what were those called? The um, bootleggers. Bootleggers. Yeah yeah, 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 they were the old bootleggers. Yeah. So we go from this, and then they it goes for um, who was the big Al Capone? Al Capone. Yeah. Oh, that's when you'll have to join us for our podcast that will review Boardwalk Empire by the minute. No. We're gonna do minute increments of Boardwalk Empire. Yikes! Is it that good? It is the thing. All right. We're not watching. We're not doing that. So anyways, we go to a party. Party at uh, Jake's house. Um, Long Dong, he's with his new tall... I thought it was a teacher. This is so fucking (laughs) problematic. This character is so fucking problematic. And his girlfriend is problematic. Yes. Just like... Okay, so they go to the party... Now, at this point, Molly Ringwald is crushed. She goes home. She goes home. To go to sleep. Our main character now yes. is asleep in bed while yes. the movie continues. Yes. Because now, new Brian is our new, new main-ish character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes to the party, too, with his friends. Yeah. Uh, John Cusack and the other one. Yeah. And they go to the party, and they're, like, doing their thing. Long Dong is already there. Let's him into the party, of course, right? They start making a fucking fool of themselves. Party's going crazy. Um, Jake's girlfriend uh, gets belligerently. She drunk. gets ridiculously drunk. We've yeah. all had a person in our life that gets drunk sure. like this. Yeah, of course. And it should be pointed out that at us earlier in this film, uh, Molly Ringwald is going to take to Jake, then she doesn't, and yeah. then because of that, Jake leaves with his girlfriend, and yeah. that's where this whole. So yeah, so the the through line for the the Molly Ringwald and uh, Jake storyline is that she uh, wrote that a note. Yeah, where she confessed that she wanted to sleep with him, and he was kind of staring at her, and then she kind of, you know, stared at him, and yeah, and so then he's talking to other people about, you know, I kind of like this girl, you know, you think I should pursue her, and people are just like, well, she's a freshman, so that's a child, and like literally one guy literally says to him, that's a child, right? Like, and he's just like, well, when they're doing fake pull-ups, yeah, when they're doing fake pull-ups, which are obviously fake, fake fake (laughs) pull-ups because the camera pans out, yeah, they're standing, (laughs) right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so um, he uh, goes, well, I just really like that she likes me, yeah. And he's just like, dude, you got like a woman. And yeah. he's just like, okay, well, you know, she I don't doesn't, know. yeah. And then uh, later on, he asks the Brian character, yeah. hey, what do you know about the girl that you were just dancing with? And she's just like, well, she's really, she's into you or whatever. Yep. And then, so it's been established that this, this Jake guy kind of has a thing for Molly Ring. Right. And so at this part, uh, right before they leave for the party, uh, they run into each other in the locker room and she kind of like freezes up and leaves. And that's why she's just like, dude, I'm, I'm a fucking loser. I'm just going to go to bed. Yep. And he goes to the party, and the whole time he's thinking about this girl. Yep. And so the girl, his girlfriend gets belligerently drunk, and he's just, like, drunk dialing the house. Yes. You know? And the grandparents are picking up the fucking... Dude, this brought me back Yeah. to pre-cell phone days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And Calling trying to get a, a hold of people. Excuse me, uh, sir, I would just want to know if, uh, if Samantha blah, blah, blah was home and... She- yeah. No, get out! Now, listen to me, you little creep. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, pre cell phone days were pretty wild. They were fun. Yeah, having to call a house. So then, we go from there to the party goes wild. Of course, there's yeah. no fucking. I've known some high school parties. This is pretty fucking. Yeah, this wild. is egregious. This is this, this is, is ridiculous. Or yeah, high sure. school party, yeah, but like, for sure. would not happen. But. 
Like everything is gets off the rails. Like, yes. Uh, dong, uh, duck dong, <laughs> long duck dongs. Fucking, yeah. they're like they're in an exercise room. Yeah, straight up fucking almost. But no, no, Col- doing exercise. Dry, dry humping. Dry humping while on the bike. Yeah, and then and then the girl picks up the uh, the weights, and then the weights slip off and bust through the floor <laughs> and shit. You know, like they are fucking yes. this house up. Yes. Um. Yeah. So the party just goes off the rails. Yes, and like. People are like looking through the hole, and they're like, "Whoa!" Yeah, like, yeah. And and so the party rages for a while. They can they can't uh, Jake can't get a hold of uh, Molly, and then and the girl like his girlfriend gets so fucking belligerently drunk that she just passes out on the floor. Yep, and has getting, to have her hair cut off. Yeah, by her she, friend. yeah, she gets her hair cut off because it's stuck in the door. She passes off on the floor, and then the only people that are awake yes. are Jake and Brian. Yeah. Um. Well, wait. Jake is the only one around. Yeah. And he hears some weird fucking noise. Yes. Yeah. And then looks at his table, yeah, and it's and, and it's, Brian's face is in the table, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And then he clears it off, and Brian is trapped yeah, in the table. He's literally been trapped underneath the table, and so he pulls him out, and then Brian becomes this like very kind of charismatic character with yes. Jake, and he's just like, "Dude, this is what you got to do," and she yeah. really likes you and stuff. She's a nice girl, and you are a nice guy, and yeah, yeah. I'm you're gonna, you're a really nice guy. I'm gonna especially because of the next. I'm thing gonna that he narrate says. this this. <laughs> This little bit of a part. Okay. You're a good dude. Yeah. But if you wanted to sleep with her, you shouldn't do that. Because I don't care if I'm smaller than you. I will find someone to beat you up. And would I lie to you? Well, what would happen if I lied to you? I'd kick your ass. Exactly. So I'm not lying to you. She's a good girl. You're a good guy. You guys would be perfect together. And to this point, I want to point out. Jake has been a pretty decent dude. Like, he's been a pretty respectful guy. He's like, I'm looking for a woman who's going to care about me. Okay. I want to care about her. Sure. I, I don't want this just random girlfriend that I'm sleeping with and stuff like that. I really want to be in a real relationship. Yeah. I want to care about somebody. I want to grow with somebody. I'm deeper than this. Yes. Way deeper. And yeah. since you did me this solid, Brian. No, hold on. Hold on. Before that. Ted. Sorry. Before that. Yeah. He says, um, he says, I don't just, you know, if you just want to sleep with her, you know, you know, like, dude, don't break her heart because she's like, whatever it is. She's she's a really dope person. She yeah. gave me her panties, you know, in a pinch or whatever. And he goes, listen, if I wanted to sleep with somebody, I could do it. Yeah. My girlfriend's passed out right now. I could go. Violate hers. Yeah, exactly. I could go violate my girl 10 different ways yeah. right now. So here's the thing, right? What okay? This he to said, me. If I really wanted to sleep with somebody, I could go upstairs and violate my drunken girlfriend ten right. different ways. I don't think that's okay. So like, I almost fell off my chair. I, I couldn't fucking believe this, that. I want to say this. I'm not. I'm not advocating for date rape in any way. That's literally what this is. He literally said, "Dude, if I wanted to sleep with somebody, right. I could go rape my girlfriend." Clearly, they ten s- different ways. They've slept together. Plenty. No, but that's not. Uh, no, no, I know, I know. I'm saying, I'm saying. So what he's, what? what okay, this is a. Uh, I don't want to excuse locker room talk. Okay, but this what he's saying is, like I could just room. sleep with my girlfriend. Like I could, I could sleep. There's plenty of people I could sleep with. Clearly, this dude is a good looking dude. He's a senior. He's yeah, one but of that line guys. specifically, he's the way that it was king. said, right. So like I'm so, was uh, seriously just saying like I could go rape my girlfriend. Like I get like I get like you could say. Um and this and the reason it backs it up is because of what happened. Well, next. so <laughs> I was still not really that problematic. I didn't seem find this scene that problematic. I was already Until, at a ten, dude. <laughs> 
until I've been a good guy through most of this film. I am the good guy of the film. Like, this is the point of this character is to be the good guy of the film because the main character wants this character. So he's supposed to be the Brinch Charming of the film. Hey, by the way, would you like to date rate my girlfriend? Yeah. I could get I could I could go rape my girlfriend if I wanted to, but you know what? Because you did me the solid, you can go rape my girlfriend. What do you think about that? I'll let you borrow my dad's car. And then Roll around in my dad's Rolls Royce. Go rape this girl. And then our other nice guy, Ted, is like Thank you. Wait, I want to point something out first. Yeah. He's like, I can't do that. And I was like, shit, he's gonna be the decent dude. And maybe, since I haven't seen this movie, sure. Maybe this is gonna turn out where he's the decent dude. He's going to fucking shit on Jake, and he's going to end up with Molly Ringwald. Like, they'll end sure. up together because okay. he's been a decent dude this yeah. entire time. Yeah. He is like, I'm not going to rape you. I'm not going to date rape your girlfriend. Like, because yeah. he says no at first, right? And he's like, just take her, you know, take her from me or whatever, right? This and that, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So then I took that as, I still think he's like a decent dude because he's like, okay, I'll go, I'll drive her home. Like, that's what you want me to drive her home? I'll drive her home or whatever, right? And then, of course, like, he... Gets in a Rolls Royce, drives a Rolls Royce, and like all of this is all yes. of this. Yeah, man. And then he starts getting head yeah. from Gets a drunk into woman. an accident. Starts getting head from a drunk woman. And there's a scene where she's like, Who is that? Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Who are you? I'm him. Yeah. And she's like, Go. Okay, good. And then he goes, Have fun. Right. This. All right, so then um, after that, they fuck, obviously, uh, which is beyond problematic. And they get pictures of it, too. Because he goes Not to his only, house. He goes to his friend's there house. There is no he, decent person in this fucking movie. Yeah. Because the dude I thought was going to be the decent person, and he doesn't even do anything. You could, like, even say, okay, he's not getting head there. She just fell asleep in his, like, lap. Right. Cool. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I at, at that point, I was like, and he's like, this is getting interesting. Like, yeah. breaks the fourth wall. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is getting interesting. And then goes to his fucking friend's house and is like, check this shit out, bro. I don't Yo, want you to check this can out. Can you guys uh, take pictures of I me want you to take a picture raping this. this woman, please? So I then, literally wrote down John Hughes should be in prison. So then Brett Kavanaugh gets his friends to take a picture of them in the Rolls Royce with her. And after he's drunk, his bear, and, and, which and he loves, Brett, I love beer. I still love. Beer. <laughs> We're just dunking on this piece of shit just because this movie dunks on Brett Kavanaugh so well. <laughs> so at this point, at this fucking point, they. I like how like like Brett Kavanaugh was accused of having taken advantage of a drunk girl at a party. Yeah. And and people now were just like, dude, why would anybody do something like that? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, this is like a standing. This is a stand up dude. Yeah, and then you watch a John Hughes movie. Yeah, and the fucking joke is that this is what this is normal. This yes. is fine. Date rape just, is totally yeah. normal. Right. And I'm just like, of course, yeah. dude. Date rape was a normal thing in the fucking '90s when I was a fucking person. Now I want to point out this in out. The 2000s. I did not. I have never date raped but, anybody. But what okay? I'm saying is, like, even super bad. The movie but, was about date. Rape. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that and was like, in the 2000s. this type of shit certainly happened in the ni- the 90s sure, when I was well, around yeah. the 2000s. When I was, yeah, I'm not gonna say that I've never like me and a girl have been, haven't gotten smashed and we slept together. Of course, yeah, that's sure. different. But that's very different than me purposely <laughs> getting a girl drunk. Yeah. Like I can't. Like I, I'm very. I'm a very different person. I was raised very different. Yeah. Um. So I don't. I don't understand like that because like for me like 
it's always been like I want a chick who's like as into it as I'm into it because yes. that's going to make for a better sexual situation yeah, yeah, yeah. than someone who's I could just jerk off if it was somebody that's passed the fuck out. Like yeah, that's yeah. that doesn't make any sense to me. Sure. But, you know, it's like I can't understand the mind of a lot of other people. So like Yeah. But you're right. There's no way Brett Kavanaugh didn't fucking do that shit yeah, because it was the comedic joke of the age. It was literally was, normal. He was in college at this point in yeah, time. for sure, yeah. If it was if it was kind of starting to get a little taboo in the 80s, I'm sure it wasn't even a little taboo in the 70s. Yeah. Like, that's how we scored with women back then. I'm sure that's what somebody from the 70s would, you know, a piece of shit would say. You yeah. know, like, and I'm sure not everybody was a piece of shit. I'm sure some, there's plenty of people now who regret what they did in the 70s and stuff like that. Yeah. You know. But so anyway, he date rapes this girl, wakes up the next day. They well, everybody together. starts waking up. We yeah, should get yeah, there. Yeah. So then it's the next day. It's the wedding day at this point. Yes. Some really rough times in the family of the Molly Ringwald crew. Yeah. Um, the oldest daughter. It drugs herself to the point of not even being able because to. Because she's on her period. Yeah. She takes two muscle relaxers. I thought I thought five, she said. I thought she said two. Either way, she takes more than she was supposed to take because her mom's like, you weren't supposed to take that many. Yeah. You were supposed to take one. And she's fucking trashed. Yeah. And so. She's literally uh, ODing on Oxy. Really rough times. <laughs> Poltergeist woman pops out. I don't know what that is. You never seen the movie Poltergeist? No. Very weird woman. She okay. was in this movie. She yeah. hello. You know, um, welcome to the church or whatever what she was. The fuck? Yeah, the little short lady. Oh, with the hat? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So weird. she was in Poltergeist. She's very weird in Poltergeist. Okay. She, she is the, what is that called? Exorcist that comes to like clear the house. Oh, weird. Come to the light, Carolyn. Sure. You know, like she's very fucking weird. Yeah. She's weirder than the ghosts in the Poltergeist <laughs> movie. So yeah. she's in this movie. I totally didn't know she was coming, of course. Yeah. So we cut from there over to the Rolls Royce. The Rolls Royce is all fucked Trashed, up. Crashed, yeah, for sure. Uh, Long Duck Dong is found out or is found passed F- out. Falls out of a tree. Yeah, yeah. Drunk his fuck. ass whooped. Yes. Yeah, by Jake Ryan. Yeah. Uh, because I guess he tried to get handsy with him. Yeah, because he grabbed his, grabbed his nuts. Yeah, because yeah, he brings that up. Um, and his grand the grandparents that have him there are like, "What's wrong?" And then someone's like, yeah. "He's drunk," yeah. and they're like, "Where's my car?" Yeah. 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 Like he can't because he's Chinese. Sure. He can't yeah, sure. explain. I was driving your car and I got in an accident. He's got to go. Like, you little son of a bitch. And the grandma kicks him in the stomach. Whatever. Oh, so, all right. And then we cut back to the nerd with the girl, the hot girl. They wake and up and then she likes it. She's like, do we do it? Yes. Did you like it? Did I did I like like it? She looks at him like, "Of course you fucking liked it." Did did you like it? Yeah. I have this weird feeling. I think I kind of did. did. Uh, that's why I'm saying John Hughes is the nice guy because this is like an insults fantasy. Yeah. Is what this movie yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. That character. Yeah, that character. Yeah. Is definitely. Yep, so then of course she falls in love with him, the or yeah. at least likes him sure. a lot. And yeah, then she breaks up with her boyfriend. And then, she breaks up with yeah. Jake, yeah, yeah, to be with him. And do they are they going to drive off in Jake's dad's Rolls Royce? I guess, then, man. I, guess? I don't like, know, man. This the the kid is a freshman. This kid's like a fourteen year old, and he doesn't know how to drive. And it, we've seen that. And then of course he's driving perfectly after a couple of minutes, sure. but nonetheless. And she's a senior graduating. Yes, and she's about to start dating a freshman. I guess. Yes, because they slept together because she got date raped. Yes. All right. John Hughes. And All then, right, so, uh, yeah. 
hot dude. So yeah. hot chick falls in love with the nerd dude. Hot yeah. dude falls in love with the nerd chick. Of yep. course, yep. Um, we go through the the wedding happens. It's all out of control, of course, because the the sister is it's all blacked out, all and shit. fucked up. She leaves, and then that's that's pretty much the end. They have like their their moment. Um, Jake and and uh, Molly are finally able to talk. They get together. They go to celebrate her birthday finally because she hasn't had anybody to celebrate her birthday with. And then the line, then, then <laughs> he goes, make your wish. And I literally audible went, it already came true. And then she goes, it already came true. And I go, fuck this movie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's, would you recommend it? So, so let me, do, let me go first. Okay. You go first. So uh, I want to I want to read you some notes. I'm going to quick fire a bunch of notes that I wrote down yeah. for this movie. Um, holy fucking racist! This movie is. Yes. This movie is straight bad. These are all things I'm writing as I'm watching. <laughs> yes. Uh, this paints a really ugly picture of the '80s. Yes. Uh, this fucking movie blows. <laughs> Uh, I've never seen a movie this 80s or this problematic. Uh, all the character moments are garbage. I don't care. Not about any of these people. Uh, John Hughes should be in prison. I can hardly believe this movie. And my very last note was, um, what the fuck? Um, what the fuck? Can I tell you something? Yeah. You wrote five times as much as I did for the final of this movie. <laughs> You want to know what I wrote? What? What a fucking terrible movie. <laughs> I had one note, and it said, what a fucking terrible movie this is. This movie is fucking atrocious, yeah. bro. I, okay, I want to tell you something here, man. I watched this fucking movie. It took me four hours to watch this movie <laughs> because I had to keep stopping it to do other fucking things because yeah. I hated this movie yeah. so fucking much. This is by far the worst movie we've watched. Yeah. I would watch Nightmare on Elm Street five times in a row before I watch this fucking movie again. It is racist as fuck. This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It, it, and maybe it's like, okay, we are not uh 45 year old women so there's something we just don't understand about this movie because maybe if we were 45 or 47 year old women this is something we grew up with when we were like 14 years old or maybe 15 years old and we saw it then and it was cute to us then and then we look back at it with fond eyes i have movies like that for sure oh man i mean I can't see anything redeeming in this movie. Not any of the character stuff. Not any of the remotion, emotional, romantic sure. stuff. I literally, I when I was watching this movie, couldn't find a single fucking thing in this movie that was like, so, I could see why people like this. Not at all, man. The movies that age the best with time, in my opinion, are dramas. Okay. Okay. Because drama is drama almost no matter what. Okay. Okay. The movies that age the worst, in my opinion, are comedies. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And it's because comedy and what's okay to make fun of change a lot with time. Sure, okay. Yeah. John Hughes is not a slapstick comedian. That's why you looked at the at the last two movies we've done, and it's not like not like Tommy Boy or some shit like that, sure. where there, people are doing ridiculous or, or things, or even to, like like American Pie, right? Yeah, something like that, where someone's fucking a pie and stuff yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. where it's just slapstick humor. Uh, American Pie is problematic, and American Pie is not is this 
done better. There's no fucking way I would recommend this movie to anybody yeah. who isn't a 47-year-old woman who grew up in this type of situation. And, and was that asking woman, you specifically to watch it again. And that woman sp- already have seen this movie. Exactly, yeah. So she doesn't need to be told to fucking see this movie. I don't get it. If any of you out there are like, I love 16 Candles, please write in on our Facebook. Yeah, can, can, if and you tell us. like this movie, comment, please. I want to uh, just know why. We're not going to assault you. <laughs> We're not going to make fun of you. I need to understand. This, this is the first movie that we have watched together that I have not seen before. Um, so I was definitely in this, and that maybe that's why we both hate it because we both looked at it with today's eyes and we just saw a film that was egregiously racist, um, egregiously disgusting in the fucking, I'm sorry, you could call me a fucking bleeding heart liberal, but there's nothing funny about, Hey, go rape my girlfriend. I'm sorry. I just don't. Get that like joke if you're just at all. like it was just a joke, man. That, that was funny yeah. in the '80s, dude. Get fucked yeah. if that's what you're laughing at. <laughs> yeah, get fucked. It's it. I don't know. Like when we watched the Breakfast Club a couple weeks ago, it was definitely like had some problems, but nowhere near this movie's problems. Like Breakfast Club uh, had some some bad statements, some bad words, uh, uh, improper words that you wouldn't use anymore. It had a couple. You know, problematic scenes. You had the su- slight sexual assault scene, you know. Yeah. Not like this, man. It, it was not like this. This was fucking problematic. Off the rails, Yes. Yeah. From panties to fucking cringe as fuck bathroom scene to fucking... <laughs> Straight up date rape. <laughs> date rape to fucking... Uh, dongs uh, when uh, a Chinese man yeah, comes the, on the screen. The, the every every time they mentioned him or saw him, there was a Godfather guy. music for the Italian family. Go fuck yourself with this fucking I, movie. I couldn't believe that after this movie, because this was his first movie, how did fucking John Hughes get get work after this movie? Like, literally, it would have been this movie, and then please never make another movie again. Someone maybe should look into your fucking life. The only thing I could think of is his writing was still good and hollywood was still an old boys club too man sure a lot of the shit was just like man this is fine i think i so i think what it was if i'm gonna guess anything i'm gonna guess 16 and 17 year olds saw this movie and it was much like when we watched like halloween or something like that and they were like this is realistic conversations that teenagers would have and like because when i watched american pie I was just like, yep, this is exactly how all my friends talk and stuff like that. And I'm not ashamed to admit when it, when we definitely talked about sex and about like, you know, we're trying to get nailed and this and that, blah, blah, blah. You know, like that was definitely something we would we would talk about when we were 17 years old and whatnot. So, like, I don't really, you know, I don't know. I, I can't explain this movie and I would love for somebody else to explain it to us. Oh, I dislike this movie so much that I wrote two notes about this movie. You know I love my behind-the-scenes shit. I wrote two behind-the-scenes things. Uh, Molly Ringwald and the character the, uh, Anthony Michael Hall, they were dating at the time uh, this happened. They were both teenagers. They're like the same age, basically, okay? They were dating? Yeah, they oh, were dating. Hey. Yeah, that's cool. And Long Duck Dong, I already brought this up, was like shit on like a motherfucker even back in those times. They yeah. were like, this is fucking ridiculous this is racist that's why it never something like this has never happened again in any of the john hughes movies there were certainly problematic sexual scenes in um weird science uh you know what 
I wonder Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I'm trying to think of like problematic stuff. In I've, Ferris I've never Bueller. seen that movie, so I don't know. Yeah, and I don't think there's anything problematic in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So maybe the guy just like learned and he figured like, it out. By yeah, that point. like I can't, yeah. I can't joke about somebody raping <clears throat> uh, their friend's girlfriend or some shit like that. So I'm not gonna say get fucked, John Hughes, but I'm gonna say get fucked, Sixteen Candles. I, uh, based off of Sixteen Candles and Breakfast Club, will very solidly say get fucked, John Hughes. Okay. Uh, and maybe I don't. No, I, I doubt very seriously that there's any way for him to redeem himself after Sixteen Candles. Breakfast Club was already like this is pretty stupid. Yeah. I remember at the end of that, I was just like caca. But after Sixteen Candles, I'm just like, dude, John Hughes should have been in jailed. They, they should have like taken not his- even because of like you sh- he should not have been jailed because he might have committed date rape no, like no, Brett no. Kavanaugh just for making but because these of movies. shitty movies yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. for making like, these movies like, they should have put him in prison like basically for they should have like treated America like Cuba for a moment and like <laughs> just for just for yes, this guy yeah. you're fucking in jail that, yeah. that's fucking hilarious to me, but I say the best part of this movie is we got to make fun of Brett Kavanaugh a lot because he's a piece <laughs> of shit. Uh, all right guys well that was another episode of minorities report i hope you guys enjoyed it uh not sure which one we're gonna do next time so next time um we're about two weeks away from december or like a week a little over that time so you know what's coming next bro christmas shit yeah yeah you uh we doing a thing next or we're gonna do some christmas stuff uh definitely not the thing the thing happens in january because that's uh oh, okay the winter movies are we're gonna do january uh, january ish we'll do the shining and we'll do the thing both horror movies but both horror movies that are not hereditary so you'll be able to deal with them um both uh the thing obviously one of uh one of the most famous sci-fi horror-ish films and the shining is obviously way up there probably the most famous stephen king work other than it i mean i mean that to me is the most famous stephen king yeah i've never seen it but like that's the one that i recognize the the most for sure for sure yeah yeah it's very iconic and you have two of the masters doing their work right because you have stephen king writing it and you have uh kubrick being the director of it so those are two guys that are like ridiculously respected when it comes to their craft. Um, yeah, that's kind of a confluence of a lot of forces too. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of there's going to be some really fun shit in there because, like, I of course I have an insane amount of behind the scenes of both those movies because of how much I love both those. Sure, movies. of course. And there's an and, entire and how much movie. you've been hyping it. I kind of have been wanting to watch. There's it. an entire movie about the behind the scenes of the yeah, Shining Room something, right? Room two thirty seven. Yeah, there you go. I saw that in the theater. Uh, with with a friend of mine, we went and saw that in the theater. So they sh- they had a showing of it, and we saw The Shining as well, shown on like thirty five millimeter film or something like that uh, for one of the horror fests a couple of years ago. That was really really fucking fun. Um, so we'll, we'll do some a little bit more lighthearted stuff, maybe like a National Lampoon or something like that. I I definitely got to got to dig into my bag and see what we have for Christmas movies that are. Um, that were popular at the time that you have not seen. So we'll definitely get to that. We'll probably do, um, we'll probably post something on Facebook just so if you want to follow along and keep watching the movies with us, you can, you know, check it out before we do it. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening then. So as we do the next two movies, I'll probably have a Santa Claus hat on because we're going to do it. Oh, shit.
I'll probably have a Santa Claus hat on as we go live uh, on YouTube and drop some Christmas love. We're not going to go live. <laughs> Wait. What the fuck am I going to have this Santa Claus hat on for? We're not going to go live. We're not doing that. Fuck Brett Kavanaugh.